1: Big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor because a healthy body is a sexy body. You want to know something that makes your body even sexier? This has been proven scientific facts, I swear, scout's honor. Just feeling grateful, expressing gratitude at UC Berkeley, the lab called the Center for Greater Good studies things like gratefulness and forgiveness and other important topics that have a dramatic impact on relationships, on health, on our well-being, and hey, when was the last time you actually got a note of appreciation from someone? Well, they're pretty rare, and too many people live out their lives never knowing the positive difference that they've made to others. Well, our guest tonight looks to cure that ill because it ain't good for anybody. I'm coming to you live tonight from New York City. It's kind of like Saturday Night Live, except it's Wednesday. Oh, no, it's not Wednesday. It's Tuesday, losing track of time here, where it's windy and rainy in New York, and I'm going to send all this nice rain to Southern California to put out the fires there. Because our guest, Lynette M. Smith, lives in Southern California, so I know she'll appreciate it. Lynette is an award-winning author. She's written the book, How to Write Heartfelt Letters to Treasure, Heartfelt Letters to Treasure. And she's going to show us tonight how easy it is to write a meaningful letter of appreciation that can change the course of your life and maybe the life of somebody you care about. Because here we go, one, one more little factoid. Couples that write love notes to one another actually have higher levels of satisfaction in their relationship. I wonder why. Well, I'll tell you why. Because here in Modern Love, we're always dealing with the toxic side of love where things go wrong. And what we really want to do is give you that frickin' ounce of prevention So you can avoid some of the difficulties that can make love toxic. So tonight we've got a tonic, and that tonic is letters of appreciation. You can visit us at www.drbrendawade.com, or better still, once a month. We do a live in-person training in our training center in San Francisco, and you can join us November 11th. Yes, November eleventh, twenty seventeen, for our next live training, which is all about manifesting magnificent miracles in your love life and in your financial life. So you're gonna to want to be there live. We have special guests Skyping in from southern France. We have Annie and Stephen Sweet, who are experts at the Miracle of Love because they have a fantastic marriage. After more than 35 years, they're going to share their secrets. So you know what to do. Email me at love at docwade.com or just go to Eventbrite to register. Now we're going to quickly take our Ask Dr. Brenda question. Keep those questions coming. And this is a long question, so I'm going to summarize. Dear Dr. Brenda, I have never been overly fond of my brother-in-law. Let's call him Ivan. He's obnoxious, overbearing. He's a bully. And his wife is envious and deceitful. I guess it's true she doesn't like them. She says, my husband and I have been married 24 years, and I've tolerated because my husband and Ivan were in business together. My husband is 10 years older, has much more business experience. It goes on. I'm going to summarize now to say when we buy a new car, they buy a new car. We buy a house, they buy a house. It's become a family joke. Ivan refused to consult my husband on business matters and almost put us into bankruptcy. finally. Finally, we cut them out of our lives, and we haven't had anything to do with them, and I feel so much better. I just don't want to talk to them. I don't want to bother forgiving them. My husband speaks to them, and the dilemma is it's not fair to the rest of the family that I won't attend family functions if they're there. Should I make myself more miserable for the sake of my husband and my family? Quote, free at last. Hey, free, you know what? You're not free. Nothing is heavier than the burden of lack of forgiveness. And I hate to break this to you, but you might as well just put a great big yoke around your life is to go on. You know, there's an old saying, I'm sure you've all heard it. Holding on to resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die, but you're over here drinking the poison. So free, if you really want to be free, roll up your psychic and emotional and spiritual sleeves and get to work really look at why you enjoy holding on to the resentment and yes as a matter of fact for the sake of your husband and your family you do need to get over it and get back into even if it's distant and courteous get back into some kind of space where you can tolerate being in the same room as ivan and his wife and you'll forgive me for saying this i hope so this is under the general heading of acting like a grown up. All right, let me tell you more about our guest tonight. When spoken words, texts, and emails are just fleeting, a gratitude letter is a tangible, long-lasting gift. And hey, I know that because when somebody actually writes me a card, I keep it in my little corny treasure box of cards and I read them over and over. And it's world-changing to the recipient if it's saved and savored over and over. It can even become a healing part of your family legacy. So maybe free, you can take a hint. So this all started when our guest got a letter from her son. So let's welcome to the show our special guest tonight. She'll tell us that story, Lynette M. Smith. Welcome to the
0: show. Why, thank you so much, Dr. Brenda. It's such an honor to be here. Well, it's a pleasure. Tell us the story about your son writing you a letter. The most unexpected thing, you know. He was going to get married. That was expected. He had the rehearsal dinner. That was expected. But what wasn't expected at the rehearsal dinner was when he and his wife-to-be each came out with a framed, heartfelt letter of appreciation for their respective parents. Have, oh yeah I yeah does your hand oh go to goodness. your heart right now do your eyes get all yes. wet mind you yes, still do. still this was 2008 and it still happens that's the lasting power my gosh he they had the uh maid of honor and best man read the letters aloud while they stood by their respective parents and everyone who was present was dripping tears it was so moving. My my son's letter talked about what it was like growing up in the family, what were the qualities he most appreciated about his dad and then about me, and then he talked about the values he had learned growing up that he was going to bring to his marriage. Oh, 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 oh.
1: Wow. So yeah. this is part of what inspired you to start – with what you call your good ways to write product line. And you launched right. that back in 2009 because it was right after that wedding. you just talked
0: about. Yeah. I, I kept thinking, what can we do to get the word out how meaningful something like this can be? And so I wrote these four little booklets, you know, about bride writing to groom, groom writing to bride, um, either one of them writing to their parents or parents writing to their son or daughter getting married to commemorate well, these are the wedding occasion. wedding-themed tip books right
1: and parents and of course coming right out of your own experience of how very rich and heartfelt that can be so i know you've expanded your business you've been on countless radio and television shows spreading this unique message of love and by the way everybody you can hit lynette back on her website good ways to com. it's triple w good ways to write.com so lynette after you got started with
0: this, how did you come to your next
1: book, How to Write Heartfelt Letters to Treasure?
0: Well, this is going to go a little woo-woo on you here, so brace yourself. Um, I, I have love those... me
1: some good woo-woo. Come on. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, it was November of 2011, and I was meeting with a friend and colleague who was studying how to read hand prints. It was... Um, fingerprints handprints that kind of thing and and to help people discover their life purpose from that and she needed a lot of guinea pig hands and my hands were one of the sets that was a guinea pig so we were having a follow-up meeting where she was explaining to me how things were in my life based on my hand prints and she said you know your left hand your left fingers and your palm and so forth and your you know main hand those are all just fine and your right on your right hand the the you know everything but your index finger is pretty much well-balanced and under control and all of this. In so many words she said this. But she Uh said, she pointed to my index finger, she says, there is one issue. I said, what's that, Louise? And she said, well, and in so many nice, appropriate words, she said I was a professional fence sitter. (laughs) I would go gung-ho about a certain cause or whatever, and then when it came time to have big change, whether it was big failure or big success, I was scared of the change, and I would freeze and not take that Ah, final step. And I went, ooh, you know, Louise, I've got something going on in my life. You know, for the last year and a half, I've been wondering, should I or shouldn't I write a, a book that describes how to write all kinds of letters of appreciation? Now, mind you, this was the first time I had ever spoken that out loud to anybody not even my husband. Well, the finger
1: was pointing right at you, my dear.
0: It was, and so guess what? There's power in the spoken word. As soon as those words escaped my lips, here came the voice into my head, that voice of intuition and these very words. Your book will be published by August 15th. Whoa! Uh huh. Uh Got your
1: date too. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and
0: so Louise is also. And the reason I
1: love it, let me say this, everybody. Yeah. Lynette is is revealing some things that every one of us have. We all have the power of intuition. And most of us get that little voice prompting and we go, eh, eh. We don't listen. I wonder what our lives would be like, each one of us, if we actually listened to my granny used to call it the still small voice in your heart, better known as intuition. And those of you who have read my Power Choices book, I've got a whole chapter in there on intuition because it's a thing. And it's a very helpful thing if you learn to work with it. So you got August 15th is your pub date. Did you make it?
0: Exactly made it exactly made it. And and here was what was funny with and then about 2 weeks later after I got that and by the way I shared that with Louise who's also a woo woo person and she really got it she says I can't wait to see this journey. Uh so 2 weeks later I had by this time developed my table of contents and everything and I was I was minding my own business brushing my teeth one morning and all of a sudden here comes this voice again and it said very precisely how to write heartfelt letters to treasure for special occasions and occasions made special. And I, I went real quick, and I spit out the toothpaste, and I ran and got a, <laughs> got a scratch paper and a pen, and I wrote that down, and I went, this is really cool. That could be the title. And, and I wasn't even focused to on listen the title. to the
1: voice. That's amazing. Was uh-huh. You the most important thing that you've infused into your book, and I really am a huge fan of this, you infused gratitude. Now, how does that yes. affect your daily life, Louise? Oh, I'm calling you yep. Louise. I'm sorry, Louise was the person that's my that good friend. But that's that. all
0: right. That's all right. Yes, I am. I love living in gratitude because that's like living in love. I mean, there's a continuum of emotions here and honestly at the one far end, and I want to stay as far away from that end as I can, is fear. And the other end is love and gratitude, all those higher level emotions. Exactly. And when when you're in that space, more of that comes to you. And you exude it some more, and it's just like one big cycle. And what a great place to live in! I live there, it I love it. It is
1: a great place, and again, you know, I quoted some research from the Center for Greater Good at the top of the show because I want everyone to be aware. These things that we kind of take for granted. We all know it's nice to be appreciative. Everybody's mommy and daddy taught them to say thank you when somebody does something for them. But what you're talking about is deeper than that. It's deeper than just going thank you. It's about you use the word, and I want to just back up on this word you used. You said heartfelt, that we're putting our heart into it. We're coming from our hearts. And you all know that your heart is a brain. You're activating this big, powerful brain. So this is one of the things that we talk about in our trainings and our our seminars. So those of you who want to know more about activating that brain, you just show up one Saturday, uh, one of our monthly trainings, and you'll really learn how to operate it. In the meantime, when you think about, Lynette, the way that this, is useful to couples who might be in
0: trouble. What comes to your mind? They can strengthen their relationship by focusing on the positive attributes of their partner and by letting their partner know they appreciate those attributes. And you guys,
1: you know that what she's saying is hard science. We've got five love labs. In the United States, every single one of them in different ways has proved what you just said on that, when we focus on the negative, the relationship is poison, just like our friend who wrote in, <laughs> wrote in the letter about resentment and thinking mm-hmm. she's free. And the truth is, in an intimate relationship, on the day-to-day, it's kind of like, this is going to sound crazy, but it's a little bit like going out each day into the world and you pick up a little dust, pick up a little dirt, and you come back home but you never wash your clothes. Appreciation is a way to brush off the dust and dirt of daily life with someone you care about. Now, wait, my singles, I know you're there. I'm not forgetting you. Let me tell you something. If you practice gratefulness, if you practice gratitude and you start being grateful for what's in your life, grateful for everybody in your life and you start expressing it, grab Lynette's book and write some heartfelt letters, that makes you so much more attractive because you're now a person who looks and feels happier. And everybody knows that if you're single, the thing that makes you most attractive is you're a happy human being. So singles, take that to the bank, would you? So what makes your book unique and especially useful no matter where you are on your journey of life?
0: Well, first of all, it describes how to write over 150 types of heartfelt letters of appreciation, whether it's for a formal occasion like a birthday or a retirement, or whether it's just because somebody is special. And you don't need to wait for an occasion to write a letter. The fact is, when you're moved, you you stop and think about who has changed your life and focus on getting word to them, because sometimes they don't even know that they have made a difference to someone else. But mm-hmm. I digress. To answer your question, what makes the book unique, besides the fact that it will show how to write over 150 types of letters, is it? it has a section that starts with the basics, and you want to read that, all 19, 19 pages of it, no big deal. So what is and the then,
1: most important thing when you say basics?
0: What's basics. the thing that
1: you want people to take away and the short time that we have together that they can
0: put to use tonight. How about this? What to include in your letter? Five things. A shared memory you both treasure. Then, the person's most admirable qualities, perhaps with examples. Then, the positive difference this person has made in your life or in the lives of others. Then, say you're grateful. And then, write your name by hand. That's your letter. Couldn't Hmm. be easier. Yeah, so are you
1: saying, this is just a tactical question, are you saying write out the letter by hand, or you're going to put it in your computer, print it out, and then sign it?
0: Compose it any way you please. By hand, on the computer, whatever. You can even print it out on the computer but hand sign it. But do a couple of drafts. You know, you want to get it nice and everything, and you want to maybe have a good friend, trusted person who can keep this confidential. Take a look at it, because you always want a second set of eyes to take care of little errors that might have slipped through, that kind of thing. Um, And then when you know you've got it the way you want it, then you can either handwrite it on beautiful stationery or... Print it from your computer and, as I say, hand sign it. That's acceptable, too. Yeah, and you know too.
1: what? Uh, here's a question for me. There is nothing I love more than getting my mail and seeing an envelope that looks like somebody sent me an actual card. Are you recommending yes. that we put it in a real card or real envelope and address it? That's just in and of itself in today's world. That's
0: just exciting. It's almost unheard of. And if you can't see the person in person, that's a good solution. But if you can possibly meet with the person over a lunch or a dinner or a picnic or a a talk by a stream or whatever, whatever is appropriate for you and that other person, better to present it in person, I think. Mm. Okay. So everybody, you
1: got that? Those are the steps. And Lynette went through those steps quickly, but the important thing is that you take the time and focus on the contribution someone has made to your life and sit down, write it out, and at the very least, sign your name at the bottom and put it in an envelope, mail it off if you have to mail it, but better meet with them in person and deliver it. So how does it feel for you, Lynette? to be part of something that will enhance the relationships of so many people because this real, this is, I can't say enough, and everybody who's one of our listeners knows I'm the world's biggest geek, and I'm always looking at the science in terms of what makes our health, our happiness, our wealth, and our love lives better because all of those things contribute to a healthy relationship
0: life. Yes. Uh, it, it's wonderful to be a part of this effort. When it, and it came to me while I was writing the book that I was actually developing a life purpose of of getting millions of people to write these heartfelt letters of appreciation so they could establish, enhance, and even rebuild their relationships and in that way change their world. So, I that, think, have you got yeah.
1: a sample of a letter or a little excerpt of a letter that you could read us?
0: I think I could come up with something like that if you'll ask me another question first. (laughs) Okay. I know I've got one here, and I just didn't happen to get it out. All right. I know you're
1: going to go. Oh, found it,
0: found it. Got it. All right. Not bad, not bad. October 5th, 2011. Dear Ben, having recently turned 60, I have been reflecting on all the many blessings I enjoy in my life. It comes as no surprise to me that you topped that list. You have remained loyal to me all these 35 years of our marriage, and you've demonstrated you care for me by keeping a roof over our head, working hard to bring in a good income that allows us a comfortable lifestyle, maintaining our yard and house in attractive condition, and installing all the little electrical and electronic extras that make our home a greater pleasure to live in. It's also wonderful that you regularly pitch in with household chores and even cook meals from time to time. And, you know, the rest of the letter goes on. It says you've played a key role in my career. It talks about that. You've always oh. made an effort to come up with exciting activities, too. It talks about that.
1: You but also enjoy
0: some of the same hobbies occasion, and so on. Lynette, was this for
1: an anniversary or a birthday? What was the it occasion?
0: Was for, it was for my birthday. And at that birthday, as a matter of fact, we had a big party here where I told everyone what I appreciated about them in a, in a little statement sentence. And a little little happy birthday card, I gave, gave each person a little sentencing. What so I most appreciate your birthday about but you, you is
1: giving out the cards. I love
0: that.: That's right, that's right. And it was wonderful. I know someone else who did this, and she, she did full-on letters on her sixtieth birthday. She had a, a dinner party with all her friends there, and each one of them had a sealed letter in, you know, in the envelope at their place setting, where she had taken the time to write each one of them a nice letter.
1: And maybe that's one of the key issues, is that in this global, mobile, fast-paced world, we don't take the time. Most of us just don't take the, How long does it take, on average, to write a letter like that?
0: Not that long. Not that long. You do a first draft, you look at it, you do a second draft, you look at it, and then you go, okay, this is the real thing, I'm writing it. That's it. You just pour your heart out on paper. Make hmm. it heartfelt. But this book that I've written asks prompting questions. It has demographic lists yeah, what of I positive words and, and everything. Yeah, because
1: what I to give all our busy, busy people just a quick little sense. So in 30 minutes, you could create something that's life changing for you, yes. for your loved ones, and again, my singles. I want to give you an exercise, and I think everybody could do this exercise. I would like everyone who is enjoying this interview with Lynette, to write yourself a letter of appreciation. Because Mm. my experience working with literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people over the years, whether it was through TV or, you know, live events, is that most of us don't appreciate ourselves. And I think it makes it hard to appreciate others when we're coming from a place. Of being hard on ourselves, which most of us are, you know you
0: are, you know you
1: are, and go ahead and write yourself a letter of appreciation. I just dare you to do it.
0: Yes, indeed. Talk about what you love about yourself. And the more you focus on that love, the more that will expand. Yes. You know, and that, there
1: you go, there's one of the greatest truths of all. That which we focus on expands. And I always like to quote, uh, one of my favorite quotes is, where our attention is, that's where we are. What our attention is on, that's what we become. So if we're focusing on appreciation and gratitude, that means we're going to be living in a place, and I love this word gratefulness. Let's break it down for just a second. I got this from... Uh, a friend of mine, and I'm blocking her name right now. Michelle, I can't come with the last name. And Michelle always says, "Think of the word grateful. The word breaks down to great and full. It makes you great, and it makes you full when you're grateful. So it may seem like we're talking in an esoteric way. It may seem like this is Soft science, but hey, guys, soft science leads to hard science, and it absolutely, absolutely makes your life better. So, Lynette, leave us with your parting thought, would you?
0: Parting thought is deliver de letter, de sooner de better. Oh, my God. Okay, that was cute. Remember that that from childhood?
1: childhood? Well, I think so. (laughs) I've heard it before. I know that. I can't place it. So thank you for being our guest tonight. (laughs) Lynette M. Smith is our guest. She wrote the book, and it's an important book. I think it's one you guys, you know, I always want you to fill up your library with things that make your life better. The book is called How to Write Heartfelt Letters to Treasure. You can find her at her website, which is, Lynette, give us that website.
0: Goodways2write com. There you go. And big
1: thank you to Mr. LeGron Green, our producer Cliff Dunning, our associate producer. To all of you modern lovers, I look forward to seeing you November 11th as we work with ways to create magnificent miracles in our lives and have wonderful, wonderful teachers who hail from the U.K. but live in the south of France share their secrets with us. That's Annie and Stephen sweet. And oh how sweet it is. All right everyone, have a fabulous week and write yourself that gratefulness letter tonight about being grateful for you in this world. And I'm grateful for you. All right, good night.